Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Bikini Body Podcast. I am your host, Allegra Paris. I am your co-host, Dalton Evans. What month is it? December. We are about to be into... Yes, we are now in December on our way to... I'm scared. ...holidays. This month is absolutely flying by. Flying by. So much trouble. Lord, help us. It's going to be... 2024. 2024 is on the horizon. Do you have New Year's plans? I'm going to St. Bart's. Oh, my God. What? Wait, when are you going to tell me this? Actually, I don't know if it's fully confirmed, but like say a prayer for oh me, God, guys. Oh, my God, so fun. I know. Oh, my God, that'll be great. I'll like keep you posted. Are you going to be Maybe here come. in Florida for Christmas? Yeah, going to go to my mom's. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You? Kansas. Because oh. we just did Thanksgiving with I know, poor yeah. We should have so it's, combined. It stinks, I know. You guys, one day we're, me and Dalton are going to combine our families for the holidays and it's going to be so... It would be so fun. I think good. everybody would get along like so well. I think it would be so much fun. It would be so funny. The drinks would be flowing. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad and my stepdad would just be absolutely loving like chatting about... I know. Just, who knows what, hunting? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, I don't even trucks. know what. Like trucks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right, let's get right to it team today we were talking about supplementation but specifically what i think is necessary or what what is the most necessity (laughs) of the supplementation and what is an absolute scammy mcscammington scam because i'm out here pissed (laughs) i'm out here pissed pissed right Uh oh pissed okay so um (laughs) let's get started okay we're gonna each say what we think are necessary in in supplements so what I think is necessary, well, first of all, when I was studying for my nutrition certification, they basically said anyone in a first world country, so in America, does not suffer from vitamin deficiencies. So easy for us to get our hands on any single type of food. And so when you eat the rainbow, right, each color kind of signifies a different type of vitamin. We are in some way eating the rainbow, whether it's salads, whatever. So we're chilling. Do I think a multivitamin is good? Sure, yes, if the amount of each thing in there is correct. Do we feel like the majority of Americans are not eating the rainbow, so they are vitamin deficient? Um, I feel like yes. But in comparison to really, really, really poor areas of maybe like Africa, for example, like we're still getting it more than them. Does that make sense? That makes sense. We can have vitamin D deficiencies, you're right, in areas where there's less sun, but we're still getting more than people that can't get their hands on even like running water. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's what it said in the book that I was studying. So... But we can have deficiencies. Women can have iron deficiencies, right? Vitamin D, they say a lot of people don't get enough. But it doesn't mean you're going to... I guess what I'm trying to say is it's never fatal. You're not going to die from vitamin D deficiency because even if you're in New York City and there's no sun ever, like you're you're not going to die. You're still going to get your hands on something that has vitamin D in it. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. So we're never like fully affected by it in a way that it could kill us. But yes, we can have deficiencies. So... That's where we'll get into that in a minute. Because yes, people, I'm not saying people are not actually deficient in things. Of course, women are technically deficient in iron. Around pregnancy, there's a lot of deficiencies that can go on, vitamin D, and so on. So yeah, I think that's why sometimes like a like a multivitamin can be good if you feel like you are like iffy with that. I know people that eat like no vegetables, so they're probably a little deficient in that category. But again, it's say, not gonna kill them. Yeah. So to get what I'm saying, like they're getting it in some way, even if they're eating like a cheeseburger that's got like a piece of lettuce, like they yeah. might be okay. So that's what I'm trying to say. But I think also like supplementing zinc or vitamin C has been really good around getting sick. So if you feel like you're about to get sick, taking in a lot of vitamin C, I, I know when I, when I sleep a lot, I feel better. Those things are good. What do you think? 
Yeah, I take magnesium because I felt like everything that I've read in the past is like we're majority really deficient in magnesium. And if I take it at nighttime, there's a certain type and I honestly can't remember the name of it and I'll bring it up in another one. But there's a certain type of magnesium that we're deficient in but that can also help with your sleep. And I notice if I take it close to bed, it does help me sleep. Mm-hmm. So I take that one. Vitamin D, not since we moved to Miami. I'm like, I don't need like a vitamin D. Vitamin C, I feel like always is like good to have. But again, like if you're eating the rainbow, actually there's foods like sweet potato or people even don't realize like so many bell, things. red bell peppers are the highest vitamin C source over like what people think of like an orange. orange, where orange is actually extremely low in vitamin C. Yeah, it's all. So I think, you know, you do get a lot like from your, um, your daily intake, your daily intake. We were talking about this earlier, like biotin. I used to think that biotin was a good one. Biotin is maybe good for some, but it's not like good forever. I grew up with like, or not grew up. I like in college started to get like really bad cystic acne. And I think this is something you were going to talk about how it can actually be a cause of cystic acne. So it's like, we do get a lot of the hair, skin, nails, the vitamins in other sources, again, like with the foods that we with were the eating. The food that we're already eating. Right. Like think Um, about how much is in just like the average stuff you're eating in a day. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A good multi that has like a B complex because I guess B complexes are a lot of the building blocks of like our our brain for longevity, for memory. So I try to take a B complex, whether again, that's in a multivitamin or just like a B complex. And supplementing is good if you are a vegetarian, vegan or someone that's not getting in like certain vitamins in that way um fatty acids like omega-3s and whatnot i know i used to take a fish oil because they said it was good for your joints like if you're lifting a lot i stopped taking it i don't know why i did but like in the the day right it's like we don't notice huge differences with a lot of the stuff because also actually it's really hard for our bodies to um absorb a lot of the stuff yeah so most of it we pee out most of it and they also say our stomach like once it goes through the acids in our stomach a lot of it just gets completely disintegrated so it's like it's just the best thing the best piece of advice is like eat the rainbow we all try to do that if you can't get your hands on all this and then what i wanted talk about in terms of scams two things the whole collagen and biotin look our body only needs to take in 30 milligrams around 30 and i was recently pounding these like hair skin and nail gummies that tell you that you're gonna have these perfect because look biotin of course is responsible for having like good hair skin and nails we're not like saying this isn't i took one that had five thousand milligrams five thousand and i'm just noticing for the first time in my entire life I was getting cystic acne on the side of my face and I have a scar on the left side of my face right now because I had to go get a shot in it because I was like, oh my God, I'm like literally hitting puberty at 28 years old. What's going on? Do I know it's directly from the biotin uh, that I was just absolutely going from zero to 100 with? No, <laughs> but I'm, I stopped the biotin and the stuff has gone, the cystic acne has gone away. It's so interesting. Cause it's like, do we need it every day? Yes. In a certain amount. If we overdo it, I don't know. I not saying guys, it's definitely the relationship, but like, Oh, I was just so upset with my face, like so upset. But it was yeah. also around when I started pounding too much biotin because we think more, more, more. My hair's going to look better. It's like, no, you pee out most of it anyways that you don't need. Yeah. And then collagen. Oh, my gosh. Like, collagen is such a scam. Collagen, like drinking collagen, so anything. Dumb. They literally say like you it's, cannot produce collagen by intaking collagen. And it's also at like a molecular level. It's just like protein. Like the, if you want strong hair, skin and nails, you eat protein, yeah. protein, 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 because that is the building blocks. Like just eat protein. You don't need collagen. That's the thing. So that's also very like scammy because it's just not going to actually like it's not going to get the results that you think uh, you're going to get. Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to spend your money on it. We're not saying it's like so bad. Like there's like benefits, like a marine collagen. Like maybe there's, if you're a, like a vegan and you maybe need it. I, it's just, yeah, it's crazy how like 
I don't know. I had par- parents like this growing up where they were always just like less is more. Like my mom was never quick to like get me meds or like run to a doctor. She was always just like home remedies, like, no, eat this. And I was so pissed for so long because I was like, you don't understand me. Like yeah. <laughs> I need this and that. I have this and that. And she was just always like, no, like it was a little bit of rub some dirt on it. We know. But like now I'm looking and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like my mom because at the end of the day with my clients, they want all these different answers. And I'm like, no guys, it's so simple. Well, my Nana and I were talking about this last night and we were both, like, we were talking about medication because she doesn't really, she takes one medication for, I think, uh, cholesterol, not thyroid or something. And otherwise she doesn't take anything. And I thought she had taken a lot of things, but really she was like showing me her vitamins that she takes every day. And it's like, actually she takes a lot of vitamins. She's like, if you don't have to go to the doctor to get a medication, don't because a lot of the medications just cause other things which make you need more medications yeah. or to intake some else and intake something else which causes another something it so treats it's like, symptoms not the actual thing honestly a lot i mean just from my personal opinion like natural remedies or trying to get your vitamins and the from food the fix from food is gonna be better than me it's running cheaper. to the urgent care and being prescribed like four medications that are probably gonna then tear up my stomach which yeah now i need a, bi- a probiotic and now i need this and now i'm, I'm the, nauseous so give me a zolfran like and for women with a lot of these antibiotics it causes yeast infections so like i'm i'm so scared to take antibiotics with things which I some, sometimes obviously with an infection yeah you need you antibiotics need, you need but, an antibiotic it's not but i just mean like a oh, bottle of water no no, no not that <laughs> don't worry we're not trying to tell you guys not to do that but the point with the least supplementation is like you can get your hands on absolutely everything you need in your diet. Try um, something else before you run. Well, even a good example, like I was trying to supplement iron, thinking I had that issue. What that do constipate me? Like, what that do make me feel disgusting? When you're constipated, you're not getting all the like toxics out of your body. You're feeling bloated. Your skin breaks out. Like, boom. Then you have 16 other problems. So it's just best to try to like find it all from your diet. Maybe do a little bit of research. It doesn't take that long and understand like. Okay, maybe you're having cystic acne because you're just crushing biotin every day like I was. So maybe you cut the biotin and go online and look up the few things that have biotin in it. Oh, black beans, oh, this, that. Great, sick. I'm going to go eat those. I'm going to get a Done. can of black beans. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was black beans. I can't remember which one. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> but it's like, guys, it's just so much better to be simpler with it all because a lot of it is just not going to actually help you and can lead to it's like... It's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. They're, they're, they're out there to get us. Scam alert. Don't let them get you. Yeah. But I'm like, what am I doing? I thought I was like so good with this bout. Didn't mean well, like huge welts on the side of my face. But you think it's like going to heal and it doesn't heal. And I'm well, like, then I tried like, it all. First I went to research this and it was like some bio, they use biotin to treat cystic acne. Yeah, 30 milligrams, not freaking 5,000. 5,000 milligrams. You're like overdosing on my biotin. Like, I think I was a little bit. Then I would take like a different out. one. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, this is just, ugh. I know. So look up, I guess I encourage you guys because I don't want you to be like, oh my God, she's just making all these crazy statements. Like look up (laughs) the pros and cons of these two things and you're going to read what we're saying. Like how a lot of scientists will be like, or okay, so my Botox doctor is a a board certified like physician, like a full on doctor doctor. And he is like, Allegra, are you kidding? He's like, why are you doing supplementing biotin? Your body like doesn't need that much. And he was like, collagen's a joke. He's like a doctor that like also does filler like in, in, in Botox. So he knows like the face and he's like, you don't need those stupid things. Like don't supplement those things. So he was just like laughing at me and I was like, oh crap. Okay. I'm going to like throw out all this stuff and spend any money <laughs> on it. So stupid. She makes me so mad. So don't fret over any of that. Just maybe even look up if you really are obsessed, look up what has biotin in it and understand the collagen a little bit better you know, have more protein in your diet and boom. Yeah. Great. Throw them out. Throw them out. <laughs> Throw them out. Set them on fire. Put yeah. them in. You're done. Throw out. Give them to your mom. Yeah. Give no, away. don't give them to your mom. Give them away. No, just throw them out. Don't give them to your mom. 
I give my mom these goodie bags of like PR stuff and she's just so pumped. I'm like, here, It was so funny. I went to Nicole's like a couple weeks ago and I, she opens her fridge and I was like putting stuff in her fridge and I'm like, wow, your fridge looks like my fridge. I'm like, it's all the same (laughs) bottles and like PR stuff that Allegra gets and gives it to everybody. She gets boxes and boxes and boxes. Her and I were dying. I was like, I love that flavor. She's like, oh, have you tried this one too? I'm like, (laughs) it was hilarious. Like, oh my god wait that's so oh my god we were yep. dying yep the pr fridge yeah the pr <laughs> literally it's a pr fridge blake's like what's this oh blake my god he loves it though it. he's like let me try it like, blake's like there's not enough room for my indian food in yeah, here yeah. <laughs> can't god. fit the indian no. take out that's okay yeah, that's good. let's not give it in the that fridge. sounds great right now oh uh, mm. no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> You're like, not for me no oh my god uh, Okay, we need to move on to questions from you. Questions from you. It used okay. to be questions in the crib, but we're not in the crib. We're not in the crib Forget anymore. It. We tried that, but... Forget it. We're back at the original. The questions OC. from you. All right. Let's Wait, get let's into sing it. it. And I go high and you go low. Ready? Three, two, one. Questions, questions from, from you. you. We're still not getting better at that. <laughs> Ew. Okay. All right. So this one is going to be for you as a certified personal trainer. First question I had gotten was, how can you get started in the fitness industry slash personal training? So maybe tell us a little bit about how you got into it. And I need to keep this short. I need to keep this short. This is, uh, yeah. I went ahead and got my personal training certification from the National Academy of Sports Medicine. That course did not teach me how to be a personal trainer at all. It just taught me how to detect imbalances. It was actually very like scientific. Hmm. Um, don't recommend that though. If you're just brand spanking new, I like worked with a little team called model trainers and they threw me out into like with to the wolves in New York city. And I just got a few clients through them, which was cool. Then I learned how to train them just from literally like these poor people. (laughs) It actually went pretty well, but like I just had so much experience in training myself. So I just went ahead and like would write out their little routines before I met with them, which I don't do now because now I like to see how they're feeling first. And I have such a, like, I've been doing this for like a decade. So like, I just, it's different. But I think I mean, it's crazy to like say that, isn't that nuts? Well, what I when did I know it's definitely not been a decade. I'm so lying. It's been six years. What's a decade considered? 12 or 10? No, 10. It is 10. Like deck 10. Like a deck, like you go stand on a deck. No, like DEC is like deck, like the like Trent deck. I don't know. I'm building a deck or a work deck, corporate America. Anyways, so I would recommend. Oh, okay. These are my pieces of advice. One, Train your your siblings, your friends, train people that won't judge you. Learn how to train people and then get like some sort of certification. Get a few if you can. They're not that expensive. There's always deals. Um, but yeah, tra- train friend. I did NASM. There's like AT something, A something. I don't know. NASM like wasn't, didn't help me become a trainer though. It just made me like more educated, which was good. So get some certifications, train people around you. And then you could also go and work in like a establishment. You could just go work at like a crunch and become a crunch trainer. I'm sure there's some sort of process there, but I just went ahead and started my own business, trained friends and family, got some people, didn't charge them much, built up from there. Hopefully that was enough. Trying to be quick. I think so. So just study, learn. Last thing too is like, I specialize in how I, how I look because I'm my own walking, I'm a resume and my own business card. So women come to me and say, I want to look, you know, how you have built your body. So I like, like lean upper body, built booty, and that's easy and that's what I specialize in and that's what I help them with. I don't say that I'm a trainer to help men get huge in their upper body. Can I help men? Yes. Do I train men? Yes. But I'm not that like specialist in a big built chest necessarily. I actually help men build their booty as well. And it's it's great. She helped me build my booty. Yeah. Like I'm the <laughs> booty builder for sure. So find your little niche. That might be a little bit helpful 
too. People will want to like come to you based on also how you look. So make sure you look good because, you know, you don't really want a trainer that maybe is out of shape because like. Well, and my thing is like, why do I? Yeah. I never really have. <laughs> it's like so crazy anyway. to say, but it's so it's But it's so true. I mean, it's like, you, like, I feel like you hire so many based on how they look because it's like, oh, I want to look like that. How did like you that. do it? Can you help me do it? Yeah. And I'll say that to my family too. When I like leave on holidays to work out really quick, I'm like, sorry, this is like my business. And they're like, they so get it now. I mean, it makes so much sense. Like, like you simply cannot. There's nothing. Ugh. You don't no. have to validate it. You don't want like, like an unhealthy good. doctor. It's the same thing. But yeah. Wait, doctor. your doctor has like high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Yeah, and like, you're like, oh. help me get healthy. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. So anyways, next. Okay. Somebody else had asked, how can I balance strength training with cardio? How do I balance it? So if I'm working on seven days a week, usually like one or two days is like rest day, but I'm still moving. So some type of cardio, walking, so on. The male trainer that I've been working with to try to like help me grow my muscle back to like the size that it used to be is telling me that I need to only do like less than 45 minutes of cardio in the beginning of my workouts. He's like, we'll start out with about like 10 minutes and then I don't really want you doing any more cardio just because I guess I'm like way under my macros. Mm -hmm. In the past, what I was doing was more cardio than not because I was eating out a lot. I was traveling a lot. I wasn't in the gym and I needed to shed the fat that I'd gotten from just like not being like strict with my like workout regimen it's the balance between the two you would kind yeah. of say that you alternate it's also like what are, are you your, putting like, years on the same day well so now he has me work doing like 10 minutes of cardio before a workout i think it's more like a warm-up it's, warm it's like a fat yeah and then we're just going into what like weightlifting. and Wait, then so do you do those 10 minutes while he's standing there yeah i mean he'll be like doing something i mean we did the stairmaster the other day and i would like talk with him the whole time and he was like are you okay? Like, how are you talking? I'm like, I've done this for a long you're time, like, sir. You're like, like I'm fit. I'm I know fit. how to work with Stairmaster. Like, don't worry. So he's had me doing that, but he said like at least like for like your week, like maybe getting like 45 minutes of cardio and then 10 before our workouts for like five days a week and then no more so cardio. For Dalton, because his goals are muscle build, he's cutting down on his cardio a little. I think the rule of thumb for a weekly workout plan is like alternating. I do think you should work out every single day. I know yeah. everyone's like, oh my God. But what I mean by that is on your Sunday or your day off, you'll just like go for a walk. Yeah. You don't need to be crazy, but you are moving every single day. The alternating is how I'll originally set people up. So maybe Monday is weight training, Tuesday is cardio, Wednesday is weight training, Thursday is cardio. You don't really want to combine the two. Dalton's saying he's using cardio as a warm up, So he's not sprinting three miles and then like lifting two i just don't think they need to be on the same day yeah. at all especially if you have a re like your diet's really strong yeah so trying to do an equal mix of both and then honing in on your goals so if you're really focused on just losing weight just losing weight you're gonna do a little more cardio i mean that's why i did it after, like during on uh, thanksgiving i'm kind of like doing like their plan but i'm also like doing what i know works for me like when i need it so like today before we came to our pod i did 45 minutes on the stairmaster mm -hmm. you know i had run six miles like during thanksgiving but it's like i know that i need to do that and to still achieve the goals so it's kind of mixing and matching mixing and matching and every week is different but yeah. it's based on like so if you knew you just were like absolutely a mess over thanksgiving you ate tons of food you're going to prioritize cardio maybe that means you're going to do five days of cardio yeah two days of weight training sometimes yeah. i do that leading up to runway shows so i have a runway show in two weeks so i'm gonna do a lot more cardio so but the rule i think the blank template you can start with is the alternating between a weight day and a cardio day i do not like to put them on the same day so alternating like that yeah next boom what to do when your fat loss stalls i feel <laughs> like there's a bunch of things here we that did. you need to look at we've talked about this in a past episode I think guys visit that episode that we're in the title. It says plateauing because that's, yes. that's what's essentially happening. And then you just need to shock your body. So either you're going to shock it in the diet category or the workout category. You're either going to up your weight with your weight training. You're going to make your cardio longer. Maybe you're going to make it more aggressive. If your runs were only a 5K, you're going to do four to five miles now. Like, because, But understand, you're getting in better shape. That's why this is happening. Yeah. 
So it's like this funny, weird thing that happens where you're like, all of a sudden, like, wait, like I have to work out more now to burn more calories. And it's like, yeah, cause you're in better shape, but in turn, it is not so painful. So like my friends look at me and they're like, oh, you're going to go do five miles. That's crazy. And I'm like, it's so easy now. Yeah. I mean, cause I'm in you, better shape. Yeah. Good shape. Yeah. So anyways, it's all, uh, proportionate It all like it has a relationship. So also like push yourself, I mean, push yourself, change up the workout. And then for food, it's like looking at your macros again. So what are we going to cut? Maybe you need to cut your fat a little bit lower. Maybe you just need to switch out some things. The maintenance phase is great though. So you want to get to a maintenance phase eventually. Like you don't want to keep like cutting stuff. So if you're seeing fat stalling, are you happy with where you are? Or are you like not at your maintenance phase that you want to be at yet? Cause then that means we do need to cut off a little bit, shed a little bit on the diet side. Yeah. So I would want to ask the person, will they still be full? Cause some people I'll put them at a starting point of 13, 15 calories or 1400. And they're like, we, we drop it by 50 and they're like, I'm still full. I'm like, wait, so you just like, we're eating more before, but like we kind of bring them down and down and down. They're like, no, I'm still full from the day. I'm like, Oh, okay. And they're going to lose a ton of weight. Yeah. So shocking the body in either diet or fitness. Take a look at your macros. Yeah. And the last one we have is can yoga help with muscle growth? Can yoga help with muscle growth? <laughs> I feel like, okay. So when I was my most, fit i would say i was i was i was stretching i was doing a good combination of like stretching yoga and then weight training i was also lifting a lot heavier but i felt like lengthening the muscle like helped i don't know if it was more about like definition i don't know if it helped like with size but i feel like it helped mm -hmm. make everything like leaner or look maybe look leaner like maybe it was more visual than I it was actually for size <laughs> <laughs> i think you were more properly recovering you were like yeah. putting your body through recovery like the proper way and then you were like ready to hit the gym sooner yeah that's true and then also the lengthening between i have people do yoga between their sets so you've shortened the muscle by training it you lengthen it back out with a yoga pose some people get so mad at me they're like that's how you cause injury and i'm like that's how you cause results yeah because you've just like pushed blood flow through that muscle you lengthen it back out you go into the next round do the same thing you're so much more sore you are feeling it so 10 times more efficiently. And then Dalton went ahead and you were going, he's going to yoga and he's like recovering. Like a lot of people just sit on the couch and they're like, why am I sore? Why am I achy? Why do I have this tight pain in my left hip? It's like, cause you sat on the couch instead of like went to yoga. I'm not saying like we have all the time in the world, but you do need to recover. Yeah. As we get older, like anything over anyone over 25, like you need to be recovering. You need to be in the bath. You need to be stretching like X, Y, Z. Um, does it build muscle? Like, no. It's not technically going to increase but, the size of your muscle. But if you are Sally Sue and you have never lifted your own body weight. Okay, oh, that's yeah. And you get in a bunch of down dogs. Like you are sending it through yoga for a, a full week. You are in down dog constant. You're in one of those classes where they just make you like live in down dogs. So most of your body weight sits on your shoulders and you're crushing protein. Sally Sue. Yeah. You might see a little build in your shoulders because you're holding your body weight for the first time in your life. Mm -hmm. If it's you or me, like, are we building any muscle from our body weight in down dog? No, probably like not. we're not. We're probably like losing. You're losing weight. You'll be losing it. I maybe am like training my upper body because I keep it super light. Point is though. So no, like, no, people might say, oh, but I'm so toned. I see all my muscle. That's because you've lowered your body fat down and you've built a little bit of like lean muscle or you, like your muscles are tight and toned from yoga because you've been holding up your body weight. Did it build me maybe a little tiny single pound on my arm once? Maybe. Yeah. And then I lost all this body weight. Boom. I have these great biceps. But like, you're not going to keep building from there. Yeah. So does it help maybe tone you? Sure. But the more you become in shape, 
the less calories you burn. Like I can't go into one of those classes and burn, like I'm burning maybe a hundred calories if I'm lucky. Yeah. If I was completely out of shape, never worked out a day in my life, maybe I'll burn 250. So no, don't use yoga as your weight training. Please just go weight train and use yoga as a nice stretch, recovery and toning. So you're setting yourself up for that, that lift the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Love. All right. Awesome. We'll keep writing in. Yeah, Love we, your questions. You have amazing questions. Um, guys, yeah, definitely DM us at, those ones were from Dalton T. Evans. So DM him again at Allegra Paris, at Allegra Paris Bikini Body. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and YouTube. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.